everybody. Thanks for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. What a wonderful year it has been in Devotionables. Thank you so much for taking this journey with us through the Bible. Starting in Genesis all the way back in January, going through the F260 Bible reading plan, we have arrived the very last book of the Bible, Revelation. So I want us to read Revelation 1.1. And actually, we'll, maybe we'll read 1 through 3. And just make some comments broadly about the book. And then we will have a couple of devotionables. Derek Riley is going to look at the letters to the churches. Claude Tackett is going to look at 4 and 5 with Jesus and God ruling and reigning and deserving of all worship worthiness of what they have done and who they are. And then the final devotional together will look where God is making all things new. And we look at the new heavens and the new earth. Let me read Revelation 1 for us. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Now notice it's revelation. The book is revelation. It's not revelations. This is the singular revelation. Right? So when, you, when you're talking about it, I encourage you, maybe it's just the pet peeve of mine, but that's revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the main character. The focus, the spotlight is on Jesus. Jesus is the hero of heaven. He's the hero of history. And this history is culminating. John is being giving a picture. And in Revelation, he's, going to, he's talking in pictures. He's trying to describe the best he can what the Spirit has shown him. That's what which God gave him to show his servants the things that must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant, John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to all that he saw. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are the ones who hear and who keep what is written in it, for the time is near. Praise God. So, Revelation, God reigns. That's, kind of, that's the biblical way to say that God wins. We win. God wins. He is the, the champion. He is the victor. God wins. And God is in control. As you read through Revelation, and I encourage you to maybe just read through the whole book. You know, sometimes it can, um, our reading plan kind of it can pop around a little bit, but read through the entirety of the book if you're able. And maybe you'll do this. Count every time there's a reference to the throne of God. God's throne. I remember taking a, a class with Pastor Cook over at the Southern Seminary of Revelation, and he pointed out that 47 times the word throne is used in this book. We are to see God in complete control. He is reigning. And also notice as you're reading through, who has the authority? Jesus has all authority, right? He said that in Matthew. He's, we're going to read it here in Revelation. You can look at it toward the end. He has he, uh, the, the keys of death in Hades, right? All authority, right? And notice that all the other things that happen, whether through the, the Satan, through the angels, whatever's happening, authority was handed over to them. They were permitted. They were given, Right? It all throws, it, it flows from God. God is in control. There is never a moment when the end is in doubt. Victory is secure. God reigns from his throne. He is in control. And he, he'll, he permits, he gives authority to things to happen. Judgments, salvation, whatever is going on, it all, it is 
God's control. He is in complete control. And the end is in no doubt. God reigns victorious. And so what are we to do with this? And um, therefore, I would say four to five things that, as you read the Revelation. One, read this book. It can be intimidating, right? You're like, man, what is John trying to say? What are these pictures, right? And you don't need a chart. You don't need to get out this and this and this. The focus is on Jesus Christ. Focus on Jesus. What he has done. What is God doing to culminate history? He is ruling. He is reigning. He is making right every wrong. He is selling all accounts. He is in control. And fear not. Sometimes Revelation, we can think about it and we can be afraid but as you read Revelation, you'll notice the one whom you should fear is God. Fear God. Don't fear these other things. Right? As Jesus said later, why fear man who once he kills the body, that's all he can do? I'll tell you who to fear. Fear the one who after the body is dead can cast you into hell. Fear God. Now, if you're not in Christ, this is the second point. Repent. These judgments come upon the people because they did not repent of their wickedness, of their evil of their sin. You have the opportunity to repent today, to put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ, the one who rules and reigns over all things and is coming again. And all who turn to him in faith, who trust in him, repent, he gives life. And so repent. And Christian, if you're in Christ, you have repented of your sins, endure to the end. That's the other call. You'll notice uh, specifically in 13.10 and 14.12, this is the call for the endurance of the saints. The people of God will indeed face suffering, tribulation, trials, but God wins. And you are called to endure knowing that He is in control and He wins. So endure to the end. That's as, as He's talking to those churches, right? The one who conquers to the end, I will give. So conquer in Christ by faith. Endure. This is the call for the endurance of the saints. Fear God. Repent. Endure. Final two things. Worship God. Worship God. He alone is deserving of all worship and praise. We're going to learn because He's our Creator and it's because He is our Redeemer. Worship God. Many times as you're reading through Revelation, you'll see that these elders, you'll learn about these elders, and they just fall down and worship God. In fact, there's many songs. I just went through, and I'm, I'm sure I missed some, but in 4.8, 4.11, 5.9 and 10, 5.12, 5.13, 11.17 and 18. In 14.3, there's a song that only the, those who have been sealed, they know and sing, they can learn. In 15.3 and 4, 19.1 and 2, 19.3, 19.6 and 8, hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Worship permeates the presence of God. Worship is due to Him and to Him alone. It is fitting. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Worship God. And finally, witness. We have the We know how it ends. God reigns. The wicked will be judged. Repent. But we have this message, fellow believer, we should go to the world. We don't we just hoard this up for ourselves. We need to go and tell others that they might hear and turn and repent, and they might worship God, they might fear God, they might love God. So we go with this message that Jesus is the Lamb who was slain, 
and by his blood has redeemed for himself a people from every tribe, language, nation, and tongue. They might gather and they would be his people and they would be our God. So we worship, we witness, we fear God, repent of your, any, any wickedness, immorality, trust in God. He's in control. He reigns. He reigns. He reigns. God reigns. That's the message of Revelation. Every promise God fulfills. Like I said, we went back Genesis chapter 1, 2, 3, right? We worked our way through all that here in Revelation. A culmination. God reigns. Every promise fulfilled. He can be trusted, worshipped, and we go out and we share the gospel. Blessings on you today. And I encourage you, read this word. Maybe grab some people. Read it aloud together with them. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy. And blessed are those who hear and who keep what is written. For the time is near.